Hello, everyone. Well, it was a big night, dear listener, and with the help of a Freudian psychoanalyst, Clayton has managed to narrow down his prospects to four women who appear to be here for the right reasons. Some guy in Austin and I break down each date, providing details on what we feel were sheer moments of gold. Look no further than Chris DeBerg, people. Yes, the lady in red singer transports us back to 1986, which causes me to gasp in shock and awe as some guy in Austin proves he's a musical savant. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 254 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin and the lawn guy who is blowing leaves underneath <laughs> the window right now. Welcome. Yeah. The Do you lady hear it? <laughs> is dancing. I can't wait to talk about Christopher. I'm so excited. In fact, let's just dedicate this entire podcast. Yes. Where the hell did they find that I guy? don't know, but kudos to whomever yeah. did that. They thought, yeah. Susie's wearing a red dress, y'all. Let's just transport everyone back in time. To 1986-ish? Very good. Very uh, good. Well, you know, I know that because the only reason I say that is because I think I would have had it been, and I don't want to date myself, but that would have been, <laughs> yeah. In, I was in high school. Yeah. I mean, you would have known yeah. it. You would have totally used that song. Yeah. Totally. To I mean, they probably skate. played it at my spring <laughs> fling or something. <laughs> A night to remember. A night, a night to remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies oh. and gentlemen, Krista Berg. <laughs> he's only 40 right now. Now he, How old is the guy now? He's 73. Look? I looked it up. Yes, yeah, he's okay. 73. He's still married to the woman oh. he was married to in 1977. He has three kids, and I believe he's living in Ireland. So wow. it was just I that little hop, skip, jumping away from yeah. Vienna. Yeah. Isn't, isn't he Irish, though? I thought he was he Irish. He is Irish, yes. Oh, there you he, go. Well, he, on his official Wikipedia page, he is a British-Irish mm. Can you Can you, uh, can you no. name one more Krista Berg song? No. I can't. Don't, don't pay the ferryman. I know that. Uh, okay. The, like a ferry that you ride ferry, on? Yeah, like don't a boat? pay the ferryman. Yeah. Why yeah, don't are you pay paying the ferryman? Ferry he needs money, too. It's a job. Um, Ask Chris the Berg. And well, the other thing is like, what does the song say? Don't pay the ferryman. Don't something about fixing his price. Don't pay the ferryman. Oh. So, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that song. The ferryman's trying to take you for a ride. And he's something saying, like that. Don't yeah. pay the ferryman. But, right. I mean, look, look, we talked about we talked about. Well, we didn't. You didn't publish it because it was uh, it was the, your off week. But we talked about when they did the Baywatch date. Yeah. I mean, to put that in perspective, um, okay. So you're what, 45 years old? 46, yes. Okay. So so Baywatch, the last time Baywatch was on TV was I, literally 20 years, 21 years ago, right? 2001-ish yeah, or something? something like, like that. that, yeah. Okay. So put that in perspective. So Susie, not Susie, uh, who's the young one? Sarah. Yes. Sarah's 23. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. So, so now let's put you, what year were you born? 75. Yeah. Okay. So you need to tell me what the number one program was in 1940. Let's see. 75, 60, 1954. What was yeah. the number? Go, go. <laughs> I, don't know. I love Lucy. Mr. Probably. Mr. Ed. Yeah. yeah. What was that? <laughs> Green like... Acres. What, what, what was the number one song in 1954? Let me look. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nuts. This is what we're dealing with here. I know. Yeah. It's exactly right. I mean, there's no way she knew. Um, something called Little Things Mean a Lot by Kitty Callen. Okay, now, now let's go back because because uh, Krista Berg's song came out 34, what is it, 30, yeah, 34 years ago, 86, mm-hmm. is that right, 24? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, so uh, 34 years ago, what was, what, what, was the number, what was the number one song during World War II? <laughs> Like, why are they picking these? I don't know. I don't know. It's just nostalgic for somebody in the writer's room. It has to be the producers. And they're like, oh, yeah, Chris Bird. Let's get him. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe they're just they're learning that, hey, look, we did a full house reboot. We did a we're doing a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot. We're doing all the rebooting. So let's just bring people back from the 80s and 90s and early aughts. And people will love it. Kind of makes you long for the band train, doesn't it? (laughs) Look, where's Dan Plaché is my question. Well, exactly. They're a little more (sighs) contemporary. I mean, that's that's where we we feel like out of the loop. I mean, Clay, Clay in. Clayton. has to feel, you know, whatever him and his, did you see his, did you notice he was very um, monochromatic this week? He had black shoes and black pants mm. and he had the black jacket, black pea mm. coat, but the, with mm. the gray sweater with the, uh, with the black t-shirt under, thankfully yeah. it wasn't a hoodie, wasn't a hoodie yeah. under oh, the formal bless. jacket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much more, much more European looking this week. But of course we were in, <laughs> we were in Austria. That's we were in Austria. Good. Yes. Yeah. I found it interesting that one of the biggest things to do in Vienna is go to the opera. Mm-hmm. Yet, no, we're not going to any yeah. kind of silly opera. There's a lot of touring Vienna. I feel like mm-hmm. Serene got a little bit of a raw deal because all she got was a mama bird chestnut in her mouth yeah. and him trying to to polka. He can't yeah. count to three. And so it was... I. I don't feel like they utilized Vienna as well as they could have, but let's start from the very beginning, which is a very good place to start. Mm, sorry, sorry to hijack your. Podcast. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'm so excited! So excited about. Christopher. I'm excited about Chris Berg too. Um, I really was. With it was very. It was because it was so funny. Amy, Amy is our resident musical everything. She knows everything about music. She is a musician. She worked at a radio station and met Lenny Kravitz and does all the things. She knows all the things. And so they come in. I know I've now hijacked my own story, but they come in. It's not like they can go, oh, Krista Berg. Cause like you say, they yeah. don't know who that is. This, this is that Perry Como, my grandpa, you know, and so <laughs> they come in and he starts in lady in red. And then uh, we're all yeah. going, is that really him? Because none of us know the name Krista Berg. And Amy goes, yes, yes, that's Krista Berg. Yes, that's really him. It's him. And then we're all thinking, wow, because wouldn't it have been 
a little bit more apropos to have maybe a more contemporary person seeing Krista Berg's Lady in Red. Right. Maybe just cover the song. Cover right? the exactly. song. Have, uh, have uh, Sarah, whatever her name was, and what was the one? The Sarah McDonald? Caroline or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have her do it. it but no – we have the real live Krista Berg, which is very exciting. Anyway, mm-hmm. let me go back to the beginning of the episode where we have Sarah. Remember, she's the 23-year-old you mentioned. It's her TED Talk. She has mm-hmm. just come in from the date where she assumes that somebody has tried. Well, she doesn't assume. She knows that somebody has tried to sabotage her date. Remember, he's wanting to know if she's really here for the right reasons are you ready He's to get married? Yeah. Yes. He's 23. She's 23. He had to get up and walk away and think about it. But then he came mm-hmm. back and gives her a rose. So yeah. she's mad. And she addresses yeah. all the girls saying, hey, you thought you were going to get me out of here, but you didn't. I want to know exactly who told him I wasn't ready for marriage. And nobody says yeah. anything. Then she Mara, starts. Mara. <laughs> Mara. Mara. <laughs> and then she starts waving her rose around and saying, Well, whoever did it, he told me that it was just, you know, a Hail Mary pass of somebody who's trying to stay on the show and knows that they're going to get kicked off. Well, that's when right. the vein in Mara's head pops. And she right. says, you could, Hey, you could literally see her biological clock accelerate <laughs> at that point. And she says, Hey, I just told him that I didn't think it was fair that you got another one-on-one when I haven't received one yeah. one-on-one. That's technically what she said, yes, but she also said all that other part, too, about how she's not ready for marriage. But she kind of left that out. And so then we fast forward to that night's cocktail party before the rose ceremony. And Mara approaches Sarah and says, hey, I'm going to talk to you every minute. And they go outside and Mara tells her, you're being insensitive. You are over the top with your confidence that the rest of us are just the in-between before it gets to you and Clayton. So it sounds like Sarah has been going around touting how much she is going to win this thing. And mm-hmm. um, Mara is telling her, you're sloppy, you're manipulative. And it's only a matter of time before he sees this. Yeah. So, and, and I think some of, some of the insecurity of both their insecurity came out with their ages, right? Because yes. Mara, Mara is teetering on thirty three, and um, and uh, Sarah is uh, you know about fourteen. Yeah. And yeah. so you know mm-hmm. the inexperience and the experience and the insecurity surrounding both was showing during that conversation. But Mara ends up not getting a rose. As yeah, well as Mara. Eliza. She didn't get a rose either. So yeah. we are it's down Clayton's, to Clayton, Clayton's like Clayton's like gross, 32. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, we're down to seven. Sorry, we're down to seven. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's what he was saying. 32. No, I don't like 32. No I want yeah. 20s. So then they move from Croatia to Vienna. And mm-hmm. we have our first one-on-one with Susie. And this is the very exciting moment when we learn Susie gets the Cinderella date. Now, why don't you remind people of what the Cinderella date means and what it entails? Yeah, now I call it the pretty woman date, but same thing. Uh, It's whoever gets the pretty woman or the Cinderella date uh, usually wins um, Mm -hmm. because they're they're dumping a bunch of free merch on them. 
And, uh, you know, that doesn't go too well if you're just going to be sent home in the same episode. So, so every indication is that Susie is going to be there at the end. Yeah. Now we both predicted that she's smart enough not to marry this, this, um, lunkhead. Right. Um, so who knows what will happen, but, uh, yeah, I will, you know, have, have you, uh, ever seen another bachelor at contestant or bachelor contestant get a better edit and more stuff than Susie? No joke. I mean, yes. even Emily Maynard didn't get, I mean, she's getting one-on-one dates and one-on-one time and secret meetings, yep. and pretty woman dates. And, and what do you yes. think that means? I mean, it, it, it has to be indicative of, of, uh, of victory. I mean, oh, that's, that's or amazing. grooming her to be the next or bachelorette. bachelorette. That's true. Yeah. yeah. One or the other. Yeah. I, my favorite part about the pretty woman date is they always take them shopping and you get whatever you want. And there's right. multiple Louis Vuitton shoes. Right. In, and it's quote, it's quote unquote on Clayton. Ew, whatever yeah. you want. It's on me. It's yeah, really it's all my money. I, I brought it over. It. <laughs> I put it in a, I put it in a Viennese bank before I got here. I have a, a Viennese v, v, uh, Vienna express card. A black one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so, metal. So you know, they, I have a metal credit card. I have my, my American Express is metal. Is metal? Why? Super fancy. Because I'm super fancy. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's it's American Express. It's metal, and it uh, it says American Express Business on it. Nice. Is it black? No, no, no it's silver with mm. black trim. Yeah. But it's me- it's metal, which means cool. that I'm important. Yeah. It's not plastic like most people's credit cards. Mine is metal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess what the bill is? <laughs> Paper. <laughs> guess what I have to pay with? Cash. Paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's metal. I get to you drop can that out. And- melt down some candlesticks at your house and go, here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So they take her on a shopping spree and she gets all this stuff. And then they mm-hmm. always go to some designer and who's very fancy and, oh, this person dressed somebody at the Golden Globes once. And and then they get to try on all these dresses, but you can't keep them. You're just, you're just getting to play, but you can't keep them. And so then they take all her packages back to the girls where she gets to unwrap each one and she shows the shoes and then she turns them upside down to show the red bottoms and everything. And then knock, 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 here comes Mr. Carson with this huge red dress that she did try on. And the designer just decided to gift it to her for her date with Clayton. Of course. Of course. Oh, and it's red and she looks like a princess. Yeah, the best part is when the women have to deal with the fact that Susie got a bunch of free stuff yep. in Vienna. I just love that part. That's my yep. favorite part of the season. And I love that they make her. They make her unveil it in front of them, and those faces yeah. are just—they're like cute. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm, and then I'll go back and just mm. bite their knuckles in the bathroom. <laughs> So he picks her up in the fancy car and they go eat somewhere and they love each other. And then he brings her into the private room and there sits Chris DeBerg at his piano playing lady in red. Mm -hmm. It's a very special moment for all of us, but I, you, you had mentioned that you didn't even like the lady in red song. No, it's uh, it's very um, sappy melodramatic. It's, it's fine, but did you hear him do the, I love you. Whisper yeah, at that, the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is the in the song. Part. Yeah, it's in the song. Yeah. There's an I love you whisper in the song. But I did some research on Lady in Red, and oh. unfortunately, you were the majority. A lot of people hate the Lady in Red song and thought it yeah. was one of the worst songs of 1986, which makes me feel really sad for Krista Berg. I think the highest it went on the Billboard chart was number three, but it was number Listen, one Kirk, in a lot of countries. Yeah, Krista Berg has been gravy training on that song for, oh, you know, whatever, yeah. 35 years now. I mean... Clay Clayton was a sparkle in his father's eye. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, what I did want to ask you, so when I went down this Billboard Top 100 rabbit hole of 1986, 1986. <laughs> so I'm going to name you the top 10 songs. Oh, I'm not going to make you guess because that'll take way too long. Unless you just want to take a shot in the dark right now and just say, I think one of the top 10 songs is blah. Um, or give me an artist that you think is in the top 10. In 1986? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, bon Jovi. No. I was very upset wow. by that. I really? know. Uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Yes. There you go. You um, because all I got to think back is to like my high school dance and like what song is coming. <laughs> um, Pet Shop Boys. Um, no, but they're number 15. <laughs> they are they are okay so prince, i'm gonna prince prince that's purple rain time no that's good uh, he's number 19 he's number 19 okay okay um i'm gonna give you the do you want me to give you the artist give me the artist and i'll see if i can know the song okay this is great okay well, this, this is, is this is gonna be easy but this number one is gonna be easy but this is fine uh dion warwick and friends that uh, that's yep. what friends are for. Good. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm clapping. What was, for was that? A, was that? Was that a charity thing or something? It was, it was something thing. like that. It, it was, was an the, AIDS thing. I it, think it was an it, AIDS thing. Well, uh, we are the world. Was um, that right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know, but I thought that's what friends are for. Was like an AIDS it's thing. It's something because it's okay. Dion, Gladys Knight, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, there you go. Would you okay. like to sing a little bit of it? No. That's no. what friends are for. You remember, <laughs> keep smiling. No, keep okay. shining. Uh, all right, what's, all right, what's, what's next? Uh, Lionel Richie. It's not um, going to be what you think it is, so take a moment to think of the Lionel Richie songs. It, uh, uh, soundtrack. It's a soundtrack song with, with Mikhail Baryshnikov. Mikhail Baryshnikov. It's that song. It's the movie. <laughs> White Knights. White Knights. White Knights. Say You, Say Me. Yes! yes that's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Totally it. Yes. How do I know that? I don't know. Because <laughs> I would have said dancing on the ceiling immediately if I hear Lionel well, Rick. I was, I was going to go with that until you gave me the hint. Okay. Like, this, no, is, this is one that, uh, what, say you, say me. Say yeah. me. Yeah. Say it uh, together naturally. naturally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was from White White Knights. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm well done. I'm already impressed. Especially prescient now because that movie deals with uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov as a Russian dancer, and he's he's going to defect from mm. Russia during the height of the Cold War. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I love that movie. Okay. Okay. Next. Okay, this is one I I do not know. Um, the name of the artist is Climax. K-L. I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> they also did. I was a big Soul Train. I used to watch Soul Train before pro wrestling every Sunday. <laughs> Climax had the, their their most popular hit was the song called "Meeting in the Ladies' Room," which is mm. an awesome song. I'll be back real soon. But what's I, I miss you? Uh, it's a ballad and it's really I good. 
miss you. you. I, I miss you. you. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that's know Climax. It. That's spelled with a K, I believe. Yes. Uh, K K L Y. M A X X. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. okay. Um, fourth, Patty LaBelle and Michael McDonald. Uh, on my own, that would be on my own. Why did it end this way? <laughs> uh, Mr. Mister, number five. Um, I only know one Mr. Mister song, which is the Broken Wings one. Is that that's the name it. of it? Take mm-hmm. these, take these Broken Wings. Take yeah, that's the only Mr. Mister. Yeah. Broken Wings. Yeah, uh, Whitney Houston. This will be hard because she has so many. Oh man, that greatest love of all is not. No, that it's time. a little uh, bit more poppy. Um, how will I know? Yes, I'm so impressed right now. <laughs> Golly. I'm, Golly. I'm, impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm kind of freaking out. If you're yeah. in here. Okay, okay, number seven, Eddie Murphy. Oh, one of the classics of all times. Party all the time. Party all the time. My girl wants to party, party all, all the time. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eight is Survivor. It's not the Rocky one. Um, I don't know because I don't know any Survivor. There's, uh, there's that what uh, The Search is Over is no. the Survivor song. Uh, I don't it's know called Burning song. Heart. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know that no. one. No okay, um, this is hard because number nine is a second Mr. Mister song. <laughs> I don't know any. You Mr. know it. I, I'm sure I know it. I can't think of it. Like the only Mr. Mister song I can think of is Broken Wings. Since I can see the video in my head, he's like driving through the desert. But I don't know. I don't it's I have no one, idea. It's a one word. And I guess. Kier, Kier, yes. Kier, Kier, <laughs> hold on a second. Curie. Wow. Nobody knows the words to that song. Yeah, I don't and know. Okay. number ten, Robert Palmer. Um, let's see, he did a bunch of stuff with Power Station, but when he was on his own, it, with the Robert Palmer girls would have been addicted to. There love. you go. Yes. <laughs> How do I freaking know that? I don't know. I couldn't do that alone. Like, you, if you give me the artist, I could give you the song, but I, there's no way I could just write it out. Oh my God! Do you know Gloria Loring and Carl Anderson? Gloria Loring and Carl Anderson. Yeah, no, I don't know that. Okay, one. No, who is that? That's Friends and Lovers. No, I probably know if I heard that song. There was a song called. Um, no, I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah. That's but yeah, don't I, I get it never... confused with Secret Lovers. Which oh, is... that's Atlantic Star. Atlantic they were also on Soul Train quite a bit. Secret I used to watch. Lovers. Yeah, I used to watch Soul Train. And then I would watch pro wrestling on Sundays. So I'm way up on my Soul Train artist. But Atlantic Star was definitely. Are they on the chart? Is that one on the chart? Atlantic Star, yeah, number 12. Good oh, for them. Okay. Good for yeah. them. Anyway, wow, so that was a fun oh. little. Yeah. Now, twist. Now, and any, anyone younger than 40 has long stopped <laughs> listening to us. No, they're super duper impressed. They're yeah, super exactly. duper impressed by. I can't all believe I got those. Knowledge. That's pretty. I'm very impressed by my own. Uh, it, you know, you know what is amazing on a on a, on a serious note is um, how entrenched that is in your mind. Like oh. I went back to, the way I got this, I just thought about like my junior high and high school like dances. Mm-hmm. What I what I, and and it's all playing in the background, but it all comes back. It's amazing how your brain works. It's pretty Do you neat. remember? Speaking of that, psychoanalyst. Is, uh, <laughs> there you go. Such a great segue, how we're psychoanalyzing ourselves from 1986 right into the group date. Again, did they go to the um, opera house? No, No, because Sigmund Freud was born in Vienna or Austria, 
Yeah. We have to have a little bit of couples therapy. This we've talked about. This is such a bad road for this such series. Such a bad road for this series, but it's a way to cull the roster a little bit. So he's little, yeah. he's got on this date are Gabby, Teddy, Genevieve, Rachel, and Sarah. And so Genevieve, Genevieve's not really happy about therapy. No. <laughs> and and when they hear that they're having to do couples therapy and talk about their feelings in front of a psychoanalyst, she's not mm-hmm. even a a therapist type couple therapy woman. She's just listening to your an- answers and she's psychoanalyzing you. So Gabby's mm-hmm. first and she does fine because Gabby is uh, she feels deeply. So mm-hmm. the lady, the Freudian lady is fine with that. And then Teddy comes and she's fine with her because she's all vulnerable. And then Genevieve comes and Genevieve, all the girls are nervous except for Sarah who really loves therapy and thinks this is going to be super fun. <laughs> well, they, probably, they probably gave Sarah the answers before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And yeah. so Genevieve goes and, and the lady's asking questions and Genevieve responds with deer in a headlights look. And all of yeah. her answers are, I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know. And she, then Clay. She seemed a little, um, she seemed a little um, blindsided. By she did. And she was a little shook and she doesn't like sharing her feelings and she doesn't like mm-hmm. to be psychoanalyzed. Thank you very much. And so finally Clayton has to take her out and he's saying, Javive, next week, our hometowns, how can I meet your family or, when I don't even know who you are? There are so many walls. And it looked to me, I'm going to ask your opinion too, but it looked to me like she went, phew, okay, yes, I agree. We're just not there yet. It looked like relief on her face. It looked like, it looked like, uh, you know, you know, you know, like when you're, when, when you're on, uh, like on a, uh, you're walking toward your fence and your dog wants to be let out in the yard and you finally unlatch the gate <laughs> and the dog just runs like nobody's business. And he, he it, it often like like the dog just like squirms through. The, you, know, you can't even get the gate open. Right. The dog's body actually squirms. Yeah, that's what that looked like when it, when um, it, exactly it looked like Clayton that. opened the gate and she was more than happy to just be like, "Thank more, yes, God, this yes. is over." And yeah. she didn't have to do it at a rose ceremony. She didn't have to right. feel that pressure. Yeah. And it, it, in that moment where he says, "I think this isn't going to work." Her whole body relaxed, and she yeah. and she's she like, "You cry. too." <laughs> this is great. I got a half a day she's in like, Vienna. I'm going yeah. to the opera. Yeah. It's gonna be. She's fun. like, I, I I knew that when you wore a hoodie with a sport coat. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes back downstairs. This is another one of my favorite parts, and he says, "I just sent Genevieve home. I see the rest yeah. of you upstairs." <laughs> and they yeah. both. They're, so yeah. it sounds. It's alluding to. Wow, something was unveiled in that couple's therapy session that made him send Genevieve yeah. home. Eh, not yeah. technically, but whatever. And so then Rachel well, you goes, know what it was. It was Genevieve's apathy. That it, was, that it was. <laughs> it was. And we didn't need to be psychoanalyzed to see that. She hasn't been in it for a while, but she did want to beat Shanae on the two-on-one, and she did. But then we have Rachel and Rachel is, you know, very respectful and kind. And so she's great. And then we have Sarah and Sarah loves everything. Now, Sarah is able to eke out some tears when she talks about how the other girls are coming after her. She's got a target on her back. She understands that because she's the only one who's had two one-on-ones, but it's okay. She's strong and she can handle it. Otherwise, 
she's just giddy and says, just whatever, yay. And then the psychoanalyst lines them up, looks at Clayton and says, one of these ladies was performing. And his yeah. jaw drops. The reason I was silent is because that was such a setup, right? Oh I my mean, gosh, it, yes. You know, yeah, because I mean, she just... doesn't say who, and it's as if we don't know. And then they go to the the cocktail party, and Clayton just has this stoic look on his face. He's clearly had a conversation with the Freudian lady and knows that it's Sarah, but he also talks to all the other girls who all say, yeah, I've considered leaving because Sarah claims that she has it in the bag. Yeah. And he didn't know it like that. And so he just tells Sarah that um, I think you're the one who is performing. And she just can't, she can't squeeze out any tears because you know why? She's all cried out. Another great song from 1986 by, who was that group? And, All credit, um, Lisa, 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 Cole Lisa, the cult yeah, jazz, so good. <laughs> and oh, you know how I know that's '86 because that was the year I went to Disney World and we road tripped it for the first time. I went to Disney World with my cousin, and, and we were listening to the radio, duh. And and every time that song came on, we sang it to the top of our lungs. And then yeah. you know the stations had to change as you go through the states, and oh, it came on again, yeah. and we were so excited. Yeah. And my uncle hated did, did, it. Did, did you buy the fact that um, she had no tears left to cry? Or? Heck no. Yeah. And yeah. she also didn't seem mad that she was gone. It, she no, had that, no, no. I don't want to be married to him if he's like that. She had that yeah. attitude. No, there's no there's no heartbreak this season. They're all, they all seem relieved to be uh, let out of the cage. Which is telling. Now, do you mm. think they were kind of painting Mara as a villain? about you know getting on to sarah so do you think mara was foreshadowing was she trying to tell us things did 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 sarah get a pretty good edit what do you think about all of that do you think mara was you know buying Again, the whole I, bar a shot on monday night you know, saying i told you so yeah she's look all that was manufactured i thought you know mara was the oldest one and so by default they just sort of had to pick her to do something like, look, you're going home anyway. Yeah. Your your eggs are rotting inside your body as you you speak. You know you're not going to marry Clayton. We might as well get back, get you back to the United States so you can, you know, put your meat hooks into somebody else as fast as possible. She's not a bad person. No. Uh, she just didn't get along with Sarah. There was a personality conflict there, but I thought n- neither one of them is guilty of right. What uh, what uh, what's her face? What was the, what was the one that got sent home a couple weeks ago? Shanae. Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. no, they're not on her level for sure. No, but they need a villain, you know. They need a, they need a, they need a, a heel, and right. uh, she happened to be it this week. Yeah. Well, the last one-on-one date was Serene, and this is yeah. this is literally. Are you ready? This is literally what I had in my notes for her part. Tour Vienna, Mama Bird, Hot Chestnuts, Polka, Clayton <laughs> can't count to three, and Serene isn't falling in love. That's all I had written down. That's all you need, really. I mean, that basically summarizes the entire thing. In fact, that almost sounds like a haiku. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I we mean, should do a podcast with just haikus. <laughs> we should do that. Talk about people not listening. Woo. <laughs> then there's a rose ceremony. Now, he didn't give out a rose on the group date because, you know, he was so shook that he had to to leave Sarah in the middle of the Freudian yeah. palace. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, 
I think you're acting. I didn't. I don't believe you're upset. <laughs> Are you, you know acting? what, Clayton? You're right. Um, can I go home now? <laughs> no, you got me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I'm so upset. <laughs> we have Stacy and and we have Stacy and Serene. I meant sorry. We have I always call her Stacy. We have Susie and Serene Susie. with yeah. roses, and so then we have Rachel and Gabby and Teddy left. Mm-hmm. And so he calls up Rachel, which we knew. And then his fourth rose goes to Gabby, which means Teddy is out. Do you yeah. think that's a good decision? Cause he, that would have been too emotionally. He, I don't think he could have handled the virgin. Well, I don't th- yeah. I mean, we don't want to see somebody lose their virginity on TV. No, 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 no. We don't. Yeah. And we don't, uh, but the, and don't have that conversation with parents either. And all right. that. Mm-mm. Right. And the, the best part, I thought, you know, when Clayton was like, can I walk you out? I mean, usually there's the obligatory, you sit on the bench and tell them yeah. you're not a bad person type of thing. It's not yeah. you. It's me. Right. And I, I wish the best to you. No, he just, I Locked mean. her out. Well, the door, I mean, they might have just kept, they might have just opened the SUV door like 50 yards in front of that. Because he just walked her straight to the thing. Uh-huh. And he said like, oh, it's nice meeting You're you. You're good. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like he, you know, was on a uh, sales call right. or something. Yeah, you know, it was like, here's I'll my be card. in touch. Yeah, here's my card. <laughs> you don't want to buy any hoodies and blazers? Okay, well, let me walk you out. So we've got Susie, Serene, Rachel, and Gabby right now. So they are the four for hometowns. And Teddy with her hymen intact, which is good, um, gets to go home. Um, So it all worked out. I think that there's the proper four people for the, uh, for the, for the hometown dates. Um, I'm curious to see how Susie's family receives Clayton. Mm, I agree. It's going to be good. There's some weirdness with the, with Gabby, there's something with her where he kind of gets into his fight, but he and now he's saying he's in love with three women. So I don't know who that mm-hmm. fourth one is that that goes. But it, I, I mean, I think it might be Gabby, but I don't know because she looks like she's crying. It's all it's it's they've they've done a decent job editing because I've been the one saying, "Hey, I think Sarah is going to be in the end," and she is clearly not. So. We'll see. Yeah. What do you Sarah's going to be the, I mean, yeah, not Sarah. Um, Susie's going to be the next bachelorette. I don't think she ends up with Clayton. Do you think he ends up with Rachel? I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think he ends up with anybody. Okay. I just, I'm not seeing it. I don't, I know. I no know. one seems excited about this guy, including like, he doesn't even seem nope. excited. So I just, I, you know, and again, I, I've been proven wrong. I think the last, last season I was way off, but mm-hmm. normally I have a, a feeling about these things. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe he does the whole, like, I'd like to see where this goes, but I'm not going to give you the Mm -hmm. big giant engagement ring. Neil Lane Mm -hmm. made especially for you right now. Um, (laughs) Or maybe he just, you know, maybe they just, uh, you know, bite down on the stick and, uh, you know, grin and bear it for six weeks until they break up or whatever. Who knows? But yeah, it's not Susie. Who do you think it's going to be? Rachel? Maybe. I think Rachel. Yeah. I think yeah. he's most attracted to Rachel. I think he really likes Susie. I think he has fun with Gabby. I think Serene, we just don't. And maybe that's editing too. I just feel like we don't see anything from Serene. Even the Galveston beach date where they were riding mm-hmm. the roller coasters and stuff. She was in her bustier and denim panties. That mm-hmm. was barely yep. a thing. 
I don't know. I just, it's weird editing. They're doing a decent job of that. Nobody seems all in. um, No, they don't. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, Susie's got half her wardrobe for her season right now because she Mm -hmm. went on the the Louis Vuitton Mm -hmm. date or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, we're, we're in good shape. Do you think Clayton will just sink back into obscurity probably after this? Yes. Yeah. I don't, he's not the kind of guy. He's not built for that. Mm Mm-mm. Right, because I think that that Matt James guy, um, I still see him. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I pull up TMZ or you know just people or whatever, he's always at like a golf tournament or yep. he's yep. at a basketball game or something. You know, and uh, I don't think that's going to be Clayton. I think they they do the dance for a couple weeks and he's just done. I agree. He, uh, he was. He's not a. Uh, he's like you know like uh, when you're at the Fourth of July show, you know, mm-hmm. and all all the fireworks are going off, and then you see that one that one that's like a white dot that flies up really really high, <laughs> and you're waiting for it to explode, and it just never explodes. <laughs> that's Clayton. <laughs> Lady in red. <laughs> Lady. Hey, thank y'all for listening, and a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official Bachelor Bracket. It's so much fun. You should check it out. There's a link in the show notes, and if you'd like to read a recap of Clayton's season, there's also a link in the show notes, or you could head over straight to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. I've never seen you shine so bright. You were amazing. Never seen so many people want to be there by your side And when you turn to me and smile You took my breath away I have never had such a feeling Such a feeling of complete and utter love